Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time of day you may be listening, thank you for checking out Newsmax Daily. A lot of people don't know which day of the week it is or what time of the day it is as the holiday week continues. It is Thursday, July 6th, 2023. International Kissing Day, celebrating, yes, the romantic kiss between lovers, a kiss on the cheek between friends, and the old world tradition of greetings with a kiss on each cheek. And yes, you are correct, National Kissing Day was just a couple of weeks ago. Today is International Kissing Day. The entire world is puckering up. And in the United States, people will be putting their lips on some fried chicken today for hashtag National Fried Chicken Day, also commonly known as Southern Fried Chicken, with recipes dating back to West Africa, Scotland, and even back to Roman times. Of course, they didn't all call it Southern Fried Chicken. But here in the United States, all kinds of fried chicken places are likely having specials today. So if you weren't really sure what you were doing for dinner yet, you getting tired of the hamburgers and hot dogs and the grilling, there is a suggestion for you. Fried Chicken Day. And the White House is responding to... Found in the White House over the weekend. We'll get to that. But first, while you were likely sleeping, the Ukraine city of Lviv was hit with multiple Russian missiles, killing at least four people and injuring many others. The attack is said to be the heaviest on civilian areas of that city since the very beginning of the invasion a year and a half ago. Can you believe now this has been happening for a year and a half? And days, sometimes weeks, go by without you really hearing that much about it. You remember in the beginning, every news agency in the world was in Ukraine. Well, they probably still are, but you're just not hearing about it every day. And as I said, sometimes weeks go by. But imagine what life is like in Ukraine 18 months now. The mayor of Lviv saying 60 apartments and dozens of cars were destroyed or damaged. And U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen arriving in China this morning, part of the Biden administration's efforts to renew relations between the world's two biggest economies. Yellen's arrival is coming only days after China said it would restrict exports of materials used to make semiconductors as it looks to control the global semiconductor market. I probably don't have to remind you about the semiconductor shortage during the pandemic, so you know how serious this could be. We also know that China supports Russia and has a close relationship with Iran, who attempted to seize two more oil tankers near the Strait of Hormuz yesterday. Now, according to the U.S. Navy, Iranian naval vessels backed off after the U.S. Navy responded to distress signals from the two tankers. Now, there was no immediate Iranian comment on these latest incidents. So back with us to discuss this, Newsmax contributor Michael Grimm. Uh, what's your reaction to this, uh, another attempt at a seizure of these oil tankers? Um, listen, we're, we're in a dangerous time right now. I think our enemies around the globe see the United States as weak and they're all going to, you know, that bolsters their efforts. But this is nothing new. This is something Iran has always done. They, they always go after oil tankers and other big tankers in that area. Um, look, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but a very large percentage of oil passes through the Straits of Hormuz. It's extremely important to have control of those waterways. They know this. This is a provocation. It's simply that they are testing us because they perceive us as weak right now. That's Marine veteran and former FBI agent Michael Grimm with Katrina Zish on American Agenda. 
you know, and you, we kind of say, okay, Iran, we know we know that they're challenging, but we tend to look more at uh, Russia and China. But how much more closely should our government, our administration be looking at Iran? Well, I actually wish you were sitting in with some of our joint chiefs right now because you went exactly where I wanted to go. This is not an isolated incident, number one. It's not Tehran, Iran by themselves. This is coordinated efforts, and we do have to look at this, and I'll use an old phrase, axis of evil that you have between China, which is really the lead, and then Iran and then I would say Russia, because Russia really does take a lot of its direction from China, because without China, they don't have an economy at all. So they get propped up, and you know, China really is, in my opinion, the ultimate head of the snake here. Mm -hmm. But yes, all of these things you're seeing with, Iran, with um, the proxies for Iran, Hamas, the Islamic regime, they're proxies for Tehran, Iran. There's no doubt about that, but they do work in conjunction with China and Russia, and that's the problem, is that we are perceived as weak, and they're all coming out and rattling their sabers every way they can. Newsmax contributor Michael Grimm, a combat veteran and former FBI agent. You can read more about that at Newsmax.com. And you may recall just days ago... And now Iran is trying to create a nuclear weapon, but we would have had a deal. They were dying to make a deal. I stopped China and everybody else from buying oil from them. Biden hasn't done anything. And we're in very grave position with what's going on. That was one of the worst deals ever made. And now they're willing to make an even worse deal, this administration. Donald Trump spoke about Iran, China, Russia, the nuclear agreement, and more at his rally in South Carolina over the weekend. If you have watched any of the Trump rallies in the last four, five, six months on Newsmax, you know he has consistently talked about how the whole world is becoming a very dangerous place. And while we're talking about all of this international news, Greta Van Susteren is continuing her amazing reporting this week from Israel, which launched a new military operation in the West Bank over the weekend. I talked about some of that on Monday and Tuesday's edition of Newsmax Daily. Listen to what this Israeli official has to say about Iran. The New York Times claiming the United States is negotiating a potential nuclear agreement with Iran. With me, Israel's Minister of Economy and Industry, Nir Burkat. Nice to see you, sir. Welcome to Israel, Greta. Thank you. Beautiful city, beautiful view. Indeed, the city of Jerusalem, I had the honor of being the mayor of the city for a decade, really understanding the, uh, the challenges of the city, the huge potential of Jerusalem, and I'm very honored and proud. How about the challenges of the country? You've got Iran that, that's, that wants to wipe you off the map. Yeah, we take Iran very seriously. We believe them that they want to have a nuclear bomb in order to use it. Uh, and there are enough radical uh, Muslims in, in Iran, the Ayatollahs, and side by side to the nuclear uh, challenge they pose, they also have 250,000 rockets aimed at Israel using their proxies, Hamas in uh, Gaza, uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, um, in Syria and Iraq. We take them very seriously. And unfortunately, uh, the world is not um, aggressive enough uh, against the radical Islamists in Iran. What would, what would you have like the United States do? Well, first of all, we have to understand we're all on the same line. The radical Islam sees uh, Israel as a small Satan. The big Satan is the United States of America. They see us uh, uh, Westerners um, um, as bad people and, and, and they are, are targeting us and they're using terror against us. And what we should all do, align interest uh, against the bullies of Iran 
and make sure they understand that if they continue um, trying to get a nuclear bomb, we will take them out. We'll make sure they don't have that option. We have to remove that option. That's Nur Burkat, Israel's Minister of Economy and Industry and the former mayor of Jerusalem with Greta Van Susteren in Jerusalem. Check out Greta weeknights at 6 o'clock Eastern and back at home in Washington, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked if she can give any more details about the cocaine found by the Secret Service in the West Wing. As you know, this is under the preview of the Secret Service. Uh, they are currently investigating uh, what happened over the weekend, so I would have to refer you uh, to, the Secret First, to the Secret Service on all of this. But one thing that I can share, that I'll, that I'll uh, share a little bit more information, as you know, the, the, the President and the First Lady and their family were not here this weekend, as you all reported on this, and as you also know, that they left on Friday and returned just yesterday. Uh, where, uh, where this was discovered uh, is a heavily traveled area where many White House uh, West Wing, I should be even more specific, uh, West Wing visitors uh, come through uh, this particular area. I just don't have anything more to share. It is under investigation by the Secret Service. This is in their purview, and so we're going to allow uh, certainly the investigation to continue and we have confidence that the Secret Service will get to the bottom of this. Go ahead. Has the President said, hey, let's get to the bottom of what happened here? Well, I, mean, I just said that we have confidence that the Secret Service is going to get to the bottom of this. As you all know, the President follows all the reporting here, uh, and he certainly was briefed by his staff on everything that we know so far. But the Secret Service is investigating this, is investigating what happened over the weekend, and we have confidence that they will get to the bottom of this. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre in yesterday's White House briefing, which was the first of the week since the holiday weekend. Greg Kelly picks up coverage. It's uh, not that extraordinary. A crack addict lives there. Sorry. And it's not new. Oh, by the way, uh, the White House, the White House, does White House and cocaine go together? White House? Well, no, of course not. But there have been drugs at the White House many, many times. Who remembers Willie Nelson bragging about smoking weed on the roof? Yes, he did. Who remembers the chief of staff to, I think, Jimmy Carter? His name was Hamilton Jordan. And he got in big trouble for allegedly snorting coke at Studio 54, a very hot disco back in the day. Barack Obama, the first president we ever had who admitted to using cocaine as a young man. And that brings us to Hunter, Hunter Biden. All right. So Hunter did say in his own book, let's take a look at it, that he had some sort of mystical power to find. I, mean, I use my superpower finding crack anytime, anywhere. I had the ability to find crack in any town at any time, no matter how unfamiliar the terrain. Now, unfortunately, this is not that long ago for Hunter. And I don't believe the White House is any place for a guy like this. Probably was his cocaine. We may never know for sure. But some people noticed at the 4th of July celebration that he seemed to be uh, oh, agitated, shall we say. He's kind of sweaty and uh, a little bit manic. And then there was this maneuver. Some people familiar with the cocaine, um, I don't know, trade or the habits thereof, thought they saw him possibly consuming a little bit of whatever. Now, we don't know. Maybe he is just brushing his hair. But he had a long time problem and we have every reason, quite frankly, look, I hope he's over this stuff. 
But they'll tell you that relapsing is sometimes part of recovery. Joe doesn't seem to understand that. He thinks, you know, it's one and done. You fix it for life. It's not that way. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports. And if you listen to this podcast on the Newsmax.com website, you will notice at Newsmax.com slash listen right next to the Newsmax Daily or underneath this podcast is the Greg Kelly podcast. So if you miss his show, you can listen to most of it right there in the Greg Kelly podcast. And while you're on that page, check out all of the great Newsmax podcasts, by the way. And for more on the White House, Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett spoke with Carl Higby on Frontline. I suspect this will be swept under the rug. I thought it was interesting, too, to know that they said that it, it was not a, a toxic. There was some sort of ruling that it wasn't toxic. When is <laughs> cocaine not toxic? But with the, um, you know, this, this White House is a joke. And this is just another example of exactly what's going on. Uh, within this White House, in and around it. You and I both know, you said it best, you can't go in the White House without, unless you are within the bubble, unless you are part of the team. There is no way that this gets in there unless this is someone very close to the president. And I think you'll see um, when this, uh, I think the cover-up will continue. I think they'll pin it on some poor worker there or something like that. And uh, somebody will come forward and then just disappear into the shadows. That's Tennessee Republican Tim Burchett. And if history tells us anything, <clears throat> Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, he is most likely correct. As time goes on, it'll sort of get swept under the rug. Somebody else will take the fall. President Biden is in Columbia, South Carolina today, visiting a manufacturing plant where he's talking about obviously manufacturing and Bidenomics. And in Georgia, famed attorney Lynn Wood, who worked on election interference in the 2020 presidential election, has retired his law license in his home state of Georgia, where he had been under investigation by the state bar. In a written statement yesterday, Wood announcing that the state bar of Georgia has agreed to drop the disciplinary cases against me in return for my agreement to take the status of retired. When writing, I am retired in capital letters with some exclamation points. Again, that's attorney Lynn Wood. And don't forget, Newsmax is now available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Xfinity, Fios, and more. It's even on DirecTV and Dish. It's also on your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Zumo, and others. Thank you again for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. If you have been working this week, tomorrow is Friday. All right. And in the meantime, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.